Yo, how is everybody? Are you guys having an okay week in this pandemic? I tell you, I go from feeling horrifically shitty to moments of feeling, all right, like this is okay. Like I don't have to start the show all over again, you know? And um, I wish you the same. Anyway, this is The World According to J-Caps, and I'm here um, alone on the podcast today. There are guests coming. I just haven't invited them yet. I just had to take a drink of water. This episode is brought to you by Reverse Osmosis Water. Buy a Reverse Osmosis Water Kit. Set it up on any faucet that you have and purify your own water and don't buy water from people just purify your water yourself and i don't know it'll save you money that's that's my uh ad for today all right let's get to the show so first thing that seems to be happening in the world is The pandemic rages on. Probably didn't realize that. Probably for a moment thought that life was just normal again. But no, something is going on with the pandemic. That's an evergreen little news article. I'm just going to throw that up there. And it doesn't matter what day it is. I can check the news and something else is happening with the pandemic. But one thing is for sure... They haven't solved that shit yet. Looks like people can't stop fucking up and keep giving the pandemic to each other. Oops. Sorry, everybody. Back to you. And that's my weather report on the pandemic. But one thing, like, I think I've said it on podcasts past, and you'll have to remind me, but the pandemic isn't doing early pandemic numbers, so... Honestly, right back at you. Even the pandemic is going through hard times right now. The pandemic, if it wanted to, wishes that it was out killing crazy amounts of motherfuckers. Just like going bird box level murder. That's what the pandemic wishes. But honestly, it turned out that COVID-19 itself is a very tiny dicked pandemic itself. And um, it can't really kill that many people at once. Even if it went buck wild like it did, it would only go buck wild for like, how long? Six months before humans got wise to its little tricks and just wore some masks and contracted the disease um, like, I don't know, 30% less. I don't know how much pandemic is going on out there. If you came uh, to this show for a new world report, like a report on the news of the world, well, you came to the right place. But it's just going to be filtered through JCAPS, which is um, just knowing a, 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 I don't know what the next part of that. J, I'm not like an acronym guy. I don't know why I was trying to be an acronym guy. Um, K, anyways, um, well, I'm just going to go. That's score one. One score for fucking up uh, an idea and not following it through. Let's just mark that on the on the show um, scoreboard. 
That's one score for fucking up. And then I don't know how many scores, if anything else, was at all funny uh, in the show. But sometimes we try to steer the show toward a funny end. So uh, what else is going on in the news? Let me just think about this right off the top. This just in, something, something, Democrats, Republicans, or Independents, you decide. Um, this week, something, something happened with Republicans versus the Democrats. But the Democrats in the, but the Democrats themselves have dissension within the Democrat ranks. There's all type of different Democrats, and they all hate each other. So the Republicans have mobilized to also be extra dickheads. So some real talk. I have uh, been upset today because I was really sad. And I started the show several times over and over again, which was uh, a little depressing because the reason I started it over and over again was because something inside me said, all right, you're, you're bad. <laughs> you're not allowed to do this. Uh, it's, I haven't had that much negative self pushback in years. And it is very weird because usually I feel like, especially the audience knows me as a person that puts a lot of content out and, um, just to like let the listener in on behind the curtain. I don't know. I like, I've felt so, um, like, a. Well, some people who have listened to the show have called it depression, but I don't know what it is. But I don't know. I don't think I'm depressed. I feel like um, I just have that, uh, you know, feelings of, of wanting to destroy all of my work uh, at every moment. Uh, and, you know, that that's, has nothing to do with being depressed. But I did start the show up a bunch earlier before I had work. And um, then I went to work and I had not recorded this episode and I felt so upset because I was like, damn, what the hell's wrong with me? Why did I turn that thing off a bunch of times? And my biggest fear really was that I'd have embarked on a bit that was not funny or good in my mind, scoring me a wrong buzzer and bringing my score down for the episode. And that's what was really depressing me. So I'm going to really try to stay off the wrong buzzer scoreboard this episode and just stick to the meat and potatoes of the show, which is me looking at suggestions from the audience and trying to cobble together some coherent thought regarding them. So let's give it a shot. Um, okay, I'm going to look back. I'm just scrolling through the other. Uh, when I started this podcast, everybody was just suggesting all types of stuff. And uh, what happens, I probably, um, you know what? I just, I just probably forgot. Um, to make these uh, good. Okay, so let's see. the The first suggestion in here is reach out to comics like Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Tom Segura, and Bobby Lee. That's what somebody suggests. Actually, Three Kings Three and Lions Three, which is actually just one person, not Three Kings and Three Lions. It's actually well, I actually don't know. I this I know that. Three Kings, Three Lions, and Three Lions is from Montreal. And shout out Montreal. Uh, love that city. And there's a lot of grading animals friends in the audience in that city. So thanks so much. Uh, love you guys. And love Canada as a whole. Like, has been 
uh, one of my favorite countries on the planet Earth for sure over the years. I, I make I never make um, any qualms about that. I've always been a, a huge Canada fan. Really going back to Kids in the Hall, I think. Kids in the Hall really put Canada on the map for me. When I was a kid, pretty much, I'm trying to think, like when was the first time I heard about Canada? Definitely before. I definitely knew about Canada before the Kids in the Hall, but for sure, I didn't have any idea what it looked like. I thought it was just a, um, a pine tree. I was like, Canada. I think it is, a, it is literally a glossy picture of a pine tree that says Canada underneath. With blue skies, no doubt, and maybe a crystal blue lake like they have in Banff. But I had no idea that it was a, a country filled with people, let alone a city called Montreal. So th Three Kings and Three Lions, and Three Lions, uh, thanks for the shout out and the suggestion of reaching out to comics like Dave Chappelle. Um, like what he's suggesting, suggesting if I can completely rip off a bit from... Uh, Jimmy Fallon, is he suggesting I do something like this? Dear Dave Chappelle, I know you're like the most famous comic ever, but could you take time out of your busy day and just like um, come on my podcast or at least give my uh, web series a shout out? Okay, that's cool. I'm going to send that off to him. Uh, let's send a letter to Joe Rogan. Dear Joe Rogan, I heard that you were a famous comedian. Could you please um, give my web series a shout out? It's called Grading at Grading Animals on Instagram. Um, and I promise to follow you as well. I heard that you're like the most popular guy. Cool. All right. Next one, I'm going to send this. These are going to go out to, um, to Bill Burr. All right. Dear Bill Burr, everybody I know does a, such a hilarious impression of you. Uh, I have yet to see your comedy, but I really want to invite you on my web series grading animals do you like animals love jcaps okay next suggestion uh, is to send a letter to tom segura i actually am not familiar with you tom segura i hear you're a huge comic somebody in my audience suggested that i write you and say could you please be on my web series um cool i will also be on your web series if you need a guest thanks so much Good night. Okay, cool. And then also Bobby Lee. Dear Bobby Lee, I have seen your work before. You are very funny. Can I please, or actually, let me rephrase that. Could, would you please uh, give me a shout out? This is, I'm going to say, P.S. P.S. Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Tom Segura, and Bobby Lee. It was Kings 3 and Kings Lions 3 on Instagram who suggested me do this. Okay, cool. So that was a good idea. That's probably going to get this show. It's going to really put this podcast on the map. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, Kings 3 and Lions 3, thank you so much for that suggestion. Okay. Next suggestion says from Trash Irony Manuel. Actually, let's give a shout out to Trash Irony Manuel, which is uh, what the hell is that? A pampas cat? I think. I think it's a pampas cat. Uh, I had no idea that there was a pampas cat that was named Manul before Trash Irony Manul's um, meme sharing account came into existence. But now that I know that, um, I know that pampas cats, or palace cat, actually, either palace or pampas cat. Actually, I'm going to say pampas cat because I think 
that palace cat is a different animal. But palace cat or pampas cat is also called manul. I have no idea why, but it's probably from some meme, which I'm going to um, tell you guys, I don't know shit about memes. I wish I did. But the truth is, is that I don't know shit about memes. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what Manul actually stands for. And I'm terrified if it's like something that would uh, be offensive. Because the last thing I want to do is have someone think I'm offensive. Because then I'm afraid of getting canceled. Even though living life as it is is almost like being canceled. So I can't imagine what would be worse. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really f- scared of um, being canceled or the just idea that people could just like take away something else from you. The world takes away so much, and then like something that you were uh, that you enjoyed. I don't know. That's a pretty crazy and paranoid thought to have. I don't know. Do people think about that? I always think of that. I always think like. Uh, you know, you work so hard to to do anything in life on your own, and then it's like, for for whatever reason, the world decides that you're no longer to, able to do that thing. It's almost like not like let's say they could take let's say canceling meant um you're you're actually not allowed to even practice. Like a guy who a musician who was canceled can't even touch a guitar for the rest of his life because the crowd has said. There's no reason to do that. That's uh, it's that's been taken. We decided that that we took that away from you. I think that sucks. I would not want to be canceled if that were the case. But I hope my knowing what a manual is, and if it's not just the name of a palace cat, I hope I don't get canceled. That would be weird. But that's a pretty crazy thing. That's a pretty pretty crazy and paranoid thing to think. Um, I think so. So. Um, cats are superior to you has suggested that uh, my cat is something that I should talk about on this show. And I think that's a very reasonable thing, being that um, nobody knows what cat what uh, her cat is. Uh, but I'm going to guess that uh, I, th- I feel like I had a picture uh, online of cats are superior to use cat. Um, I'm going to say it's a gray cat. Um, with like black stripes, but it also might be one of those hairless cats. Uh, I'm not sure, but regardless of, I think this is like Schrodinger's cat. I think this is the paradox where it's like somebody has a cat, but you don't know if that cat is a hairless cat or a Manx cat or a palace cat or a manual. You, you don't even know. So when it's in that state of not knowing, that's called the Schrodinger's cat. Did you guys just were listening to this podcast and all of a sudden it sounded like, what the fuck is this guy even talking about? This shit makes literally no sense. Listen, I was right there with you. Hi, I'm J Caps. Other J Caps from the podcast. Um, other J Caps from the podcast. What's the name of this podcast again? Um, the World According to J Caps? Yeah, that's me. Anyway, we're back. And uh, I just wanted to be like, reset the tone because. Again, sometimes we get lost. Sometimes we get lost in the middle of podcast land, and we can't see our way out. I mean, ideally, when you go into podcast land, you're holding 
a basket of crumbs and you leave a little bit of crumbs on the way through podcast land. Um, and then when you get to the actual microphone that you record the podcast at, then when you, uh, when you forget what you're talking about, you have a road back to the beginning of the podcast and that, that will help you. So oh, remember, always travel uh, in podcast land with um, a basket of crumbs and always travel through podcast land with a buddy. Because, I mean, traveling through podcast land alone, uh, it seems um, like you really have to rely on yourself. You can't just like uh, say something to someone else and then just sit back and coast, which seems like the ideal way to podcast. But when you're just alone, if you sit back and coast, then you, the listener, are like, what in the fuck is going on here? So you never want to do that. You always want to uh, podcast, do podcast land with a buddy. So let's go to the next suggestion. So, um, okay. So also, damn, Three Kings and Three Lions really is dominating this episode with all of their crazy suggestions. Uh, Three Kings and Three Lions say I should reach out to porn stars like Johnny Sins or Madison Ivy for their opinion on Animal of the Day, which we haven't even solved yet today. I mean, we haven't even figured out what Animal of the Day is for this episode, um, and that seems irresponsible of me, too. Um, so why don't we figure that out first? Animal of the Day. Um, okay, Animal of the Day. Let's just, uh, maybe we should audition animals to see if they should for animal of the day. Let's let's see um let's see if there's any animals who want to audition for the show. Okay, let's Hold on a second. An animal just walked in. Uh Hold on a second. What I meant to say is No, an animal just came through that door too. That's not what the fuck I'm looking for. <laughs> Uh-oh, what's who's that? Is that an animal at the door? Just in time for this segment. All right, let's see. Oh, is that some little birdies? Little birdies out? They just walked in? Hey, little birdies. What, what, are, you guys, what are you guys talking about today? Oh, holy shit. They were tweeting about the Kardashians. They were tweeting about uh, Trump. They were treating about um, the government, all types of annoying bullshit that that tweet that little tweeting birds usually do fucking annoy me with. So the only interesting thing that they said was that they want to be uh, animal of the day. And to them, I say, fuck you, little birdies. Fuck you. Get the hell out of here. I don't want to hear any of your tweeting bullshit. All right. Let's see who else is here. Um, come in. Oh, hell yeah, guys. What's going on? All right. That's fucking cool. We're, hell yeah, dude. That's great. No, you, you don't say. Damn. That's fucking... That's wild, dude. For real? That's amazing, dude. Well, um, the answer is no. You guys can't be animal of the day either. I'm not, listen, I am not 
I feel like people think I've gone soft about animals just because I haven't put an episode out, but I ain't gotten any love for these animals. They come and asking me for shit like this, coming to my podcast, coming all, all up in my face, trying to trying to get get a handout. Meanwhile, I can barely scrape two bills together doing this show, and all you animal motherfuckers are trying to fucking hit me up to be animal of the day. How about help me out? How about use all of your animal powers to not let me starve to death, you fucking selfish pieces of shit? Come in. You know what, Bear? For all of your bravado, you can't talk, you can't string a sentence together. You just sound like you're about to throw up. So, fuck you, Bear. I don't want to hear any more shit from you. Who else is here? Come in. Ugh. Ugh, gross. Fuck you, camel. I don't want to hear shit from you either, camel. You stupid motherfucker. You're just grunting there. You're gross, dude. You're an idiot. Fuck you. Yeah, this is turning out to be a real good episode. Yup. Okay, cool. Uh-oh, we gotta wrap up that bit. Uh, cool, so thank you for that suggestion. Um, but we should also reach out to porn stars like jo- like Johnny Sins, Madison Ivy. That's the thing. Um, porn stars, are they chill? If I do reach out to Johnny Sins or Madison Ivy, do you think they'd stop and give me the time of day? Or are they too busy in their famous porn star world? You know, it's like an elite, it's an elite people who, I don't know if they're down to earth. Like, listen, you gotta understand, these people, they fuck and get fucked by like the most famous people in, on earth. They're not going to stop and worry about a stupid animal podcast like mine. I mean, literally. Johnny Sins, um, I feel like that guy probably fucks a lot of people all day long. He's tired at the end of that day. I mean, his dick is probably raw. His his dick is probably all calloused from like all the kind of tons of sex he's had all, that, all the years. Um, I mean, and then probably... Madison Ivy's pussy is much like a strong muscle, like a tight muscle that like has been, you know, like um just gone through the Olympics of like most pussies don't experience the probably level of pounding that that Madison I all these porn stars, you gotta hand it to them. I mean, it's like it's like an athlete. It's like a professional athlete. And um I wonder if they'd have any insights on animals, you know? I mean, it's like we're into I mean I'm not in the animal profession and and neither are they really. They they know they would know about the human animal in a way, in an intimate way that most people don't. The human animal, an often unexplored thing. That's one thing you could say about all athletes. All athletes know um physicality in a way that us civilians don't. So yeah, maybe we will reach out to those porn stars. Hold on, maybe we'll write them a letter. Dear Johnny Sins, I know you are a huge porn star. I feel like I have seen you fuck some people, but you know, I'll be honest, I never actually um, knew like any of the people in the videos that you are in. Anyways, if you have time, come as a guest on our podcast. Haha, <laughs> literally, I don't mean come on it. I mean just be a guest on it. 
Dear Madison Ivy, I understand that you are a famous porn star, and I would like to invite you on to my podcast, The World According to J-Caps. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you do porn, um, but now maybe before you come on the show, I will check it out just to catch up to know what I'm talking about. Okay, the next suggestion is... This question comes from Matata, who says, What would be or what is my ideal job slash way of living? Well, I guess I really want to be... If I had to guess... Okay, I don't even... Jesus Christ. So this, this question actually made me um, not able to finish the episode a couple times ago because I think that I feel so in a strange failure place that I don't know um, how to like not feel like that sometimes and I'm like afraid of that I'm not going to reach my goals and it's weird because for a long time I did feel like I would be able to reach my goals but now i'm scared that i won't and i don't know if it's like just a reaction like sometimes we feel up and sometimes we feel down but it's it's like a weird terror that i didn't expect to feel and um i don't know i feel like i'm still going on and trying my with my life but it's a weird feeling to feel and um i don't think it's like a good it's not it doesn't it doesn't it's not like uh i guess i'm thinking it's just the reaction to uh having so much clarity for a while um in any case um uh, my ideal job or way of living obviously is to follow through with the many dreams that i do dream i hope that mares and caps i get to make that show it seems like the thing that is closest to reality for me because our script is almost done and hopefully things fall into place with it but you know it's uh it's not like in uh, it's not tangible but like in the moment but that's something that i really hope could be my ideal job slash way of living and i guess i have for a while dreamed that maybe grading animals for a while i thought grading animals would be like I'd, I'd expand it into a big show. You know, I, I think that I feel like I don't have the resources right now. I'm like kind of like in a, in a pit, but, um, obviously I started this show and I, I'm like trying to keep going no matter what. Um, but besides that, I don't think about having, uh, having things like, I don't think about, Oh, I want to have a big, huge house. Or I want to have um, some type of nice car or amenities or like creature comforts. Uh, I don't know why that's not a priority where it's like, I don't think of, I think of the future will be filled with uh, more difficult, but um, in pursuit of the thing I want uh, scenarios. Uh, but I don't know. I don't have like this feeling of, I don't know, like I'm going to relax or something like that. So I don't know. I guess 
in a way, like when you see the question, what would what is an ideal way of living? Way of living is different than a job. I think way of living is like uh, the ultimate amount of peace that you have in your life. But an ideal job is connected with a type of self-sacrifice to an idea. Or maybe you can sub in job, career, or whatever, but like one's life should be toward something. I think in my life, I've, t- I've made my life go toward creative pursuits as if it were like the main value of a life for me, for my life, um, at the expense of other things, at the expense of other joys. It's like that's what a sacrifice is all about. Um, but I don't know if that is in harmony with the best way of living. The thing about a constant challenge with life is it is the natural state of things. Everything, the wind, the, the, the water, uh, the earth is in conflict and contrast with itself. I mean, weather is violent and erosion and there's so many things in nature that are um up against each other i mean uh where i live long island in this region itself was carved out of the ground by glacial movement which is in itself like this huge moving of earth underneath like ice is you know obviously you think of an ice age and then you think of a glacier that was the entire northeast and it just was like a giant ice cube that like crushed all that earth across and scraped it. It's very cool to think about, but it's not um, in any type of harmony. It's in a it's in a violent uh, weather situation. But there is, of course, like there is. That's not what they're not talking about. That in that literal way, they think. I mean, in nature too, there is. Like, there are beautiful harmonic aspects. Where's that, where's that buzzing coming from? Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Johnny Sins. You may know me from such titles as the guy who is fucking some woman in a porn movie to the guy who is coming on the face of some porn girl in a porn movie. But when I'm not fucking a lot and also getting my dick sucked by multiple women you can catch me listening to the world according to jcaps the best podcast on the internet where podcasts are found except only on apple and spotify brought to you by the guy who came up with grading animals that web series you never heard of Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go get back to the porn set. My dick is all chafed up from hours upon hours of fucking a lot. All right, cool. That's our new ad brought to you by Johnny Sins. Uh, Thanks, uh, Three Kings and Three Lions, for suggesting that we uh, reach out to porn stars. And I just decided to make a fake ad for a porn star. And imagine that that was what Johnny Sins, because nobody knows what Johnny Sins sounds like. They just know that Johnny Sins is uh, a big, huge dick that's plowing whoever porn stars in the movie. 
So I think we're good with the voice acting part. How much? Okay. So we got some more, we got some more suggestions. Um, okay. Have I ever tried eating a peanut butter and jelly and sriracha sandwich? No, I've never tried to do that. However, I have tried and succeeded many times in eating a peanut butter sandwich, which is a much better thing, I think, to attempt. I mean, I think that... I'll do it this way. I think that ruining a peanut butter sandwich with sriracha is a very dangerous road to go on because you lose the love of peanut butter every time you do that. Peanut butter and jelly is a sacred taste. And when you start to infuse other tastes that destroy that beautiful memory of peanut butter and jelly, then you threaten to destroy the entire taste infrastructure. And that's something I would never wish upon anyone. So please, don't fuck with your own taste buds like that. And that's my public service announcement for Jonathan O2, uh, who asks, have you tried eating a peanut butter and jelly sa- and sriracha sandwich? Um, Half-Ass Monkey Boy says, vaccine mandates, not necessarily the vaccines themselves, but the coercion. Um, and here's what I say to everybody in the pandemic. Uh, you have to make sure that every day you go on the TV and you turn it on first thing in the morning and you listen for when they go like this. This just in, COVID stuff. What you have to do, what you need to know about it. COVID, is it happening? Is it real? Are there really COVIDs out there still? Have the COVIDs turned into mutations of COVIDs? We're going to get to the bottom of all of it. Just make sure that you either you want to go out with a mask or don't go out with a, mas- with a mask. I'm not sure today. Okay, so that's how I feel about that. Um, but the, the problem with the, the vaccine is that how are you going to know that it kills the disease if the disease isn't even out yet? Like, it's like, it's like if, if you made an, I, an iPhone charger for an iPhone that hasn't even been released. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what Apple's going to do. You don't know if they're going to make it a magnetic charger or like change the pin configuration again. And then you come out with your like, with you're like, I'm with the, I, this is the iPhone uh, 25V. And it's like, so, so that's what that, that's what the vaccine mandate is like. You know what I mean, guys? You know? Um, so that's, uh, that's what I think about the vaccine mandates. But I did get my booster. I've told it many times how I got sick from the booster, but I don't give a shit. Uh, I'd rather be sick with the booster than dead with COVID. Uh, and that's what they told me this morning on COVID strikes again. Another person just getting straight up fucked by COVID. Just getting their asses rocked by COVID left and right. People are getting fucked up by this thing and nobody wants to do anything about it. You know, that's what the, and COVID wishes that it was doing those numbers again, but you know, it's just what it is. So let's get to the next suggestion. Um, 
Okay, I think that we might be getting to the ending of the suggestions. We might be. Let's just see. Oh, okay. So, okay, so we have another suggestion, and it is, what gets me motivated? Um, I think that I get motivated um, when I'm rested. When I'm rested and healthy and have eaten. And I and I'm inspired. Uh, inspire inspiration is not really like. Um, I mean, I feel like uh, creativity is like work. It's just you get up and you do it. But I think that there does need to be some type of energy that is uh, that like is the buoyancy of the idea. And I think I do get inspired by things around me. Um, I do get uh, inspired, like for instance, grading animals uh, when I was doing episodes. And even now, I think I can be endlessly uh, inspired by nature. It's really, I can get so deep into ideas about nature that I just want to continue, exp- continue exploring them. And, uh, and I never tire of that stuff. So that's something that gets me motivated. Um, I would also say sometimes, like in life, you get some bad news and you feel like you're uh, on the outside. And that's a feeling like I've had a lot. And I, that's actually been a very motivating factor because, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last two episodes. I hope I didn't. I feel like I hope I have enough, enough stories to fill at least 100 episodes with. But when Grading Animals started, I had someone uh, who was just vocally telling me that it was not that people didn't want it, and that was such a motivating thing to me because I was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, "Don't tell me what I should do with my own creative voice." I was very aggressive, like almost per- like um, I felt like insulted, kind of. I was like, "I am. I will be the judge of what I create, not anyone." And that was something that made me want to make lots of episodes because I was just like, um, I guess in a way, that public doubt of me triggered the doubt inside and made me afraid and actually like maybe challenged the entire body like the way a cold shower does where it's like, this is the, uh, this is what you're actually afraid of. So can the resonance of this idea inside of you dull out your own fear, perhaps. But um, in any case, those two things are motivators. I will say that today was a tough day. I think I mentioned I've tried to record this episode over and over and over again before, and I kept stopping because of my own self-doubt. But I knew I had to finish it today, so I knew that no matter what, I would record it. And that uh, was also because I was motivated, because I didn't want to, uh, like, I didn't want to not do the thing that I've committed to doing. And that's important to me. And I guess that's another motivator, because in a way, it's like, we could all just, like, not get up in the morning. And, like, plenty of days, we feel like that. But we do. Like, we decide how much of the day we want to reckon with. When you're feeling sick, like I've been feeling sick 
you don't want to like even deal with the day. You want to just sort of see if you could rest or hide from it. Um, and I guess like we all have like our own charge inside of us that that like fires us up to like deal with it, deal with the world. But yeah, those things are my motivators, I guess. Uh, K Side and Spinner asks me, "What's my favorite bird?" And my favorite bird, I've thought about this, is so when you're when with birds, you you uh you could go a bunch of different ways. First of all, I'm not I've never been a bird guy. I've never been a guy that had a pet bird or went birding ever. Uh, I've liked birds. I mean, I'll tell you, even when dinosaurs got made into birds, which, by the way, it's not. That's if you think that dinosaurs are bird, or birds are dinosaurs, like you are really doing a disservice to dinosaurs because dinosaurs were better than birds in every possible category. Dinosaurs are better than birds, and birds. Listen, that's what we have now. It's the best we can do in this shitty, apocalyptic, you know, whatever. Like, all the cool big animals were actually hunted into an extinction or, like, they went extinct before we even got here. So we really... And we did a pretty much a number on the planet, like everybody knows. But um, we have birds, but they're not dinosaurs. But, so, yeah, so when, when that whole thing went down, I wasn't even, like, jumping on the bird bandwagon that much. but. With birds, you can like, you know what they say about birds is that birds of a feather flock together. Um, I don't know if there's another part of that phrase, but I know that first one. And the thing about birds is they're, they, they like to hang out in big flocks. Like you'd see a, uh, what do you call those guys? Like the pink flamingos all in a gang in the middle of some volcano hole eating brine shrimp, like just shaking their heads around um, like as if they were like on a drug and having an overdose, like a seizure. Um, And they just are eating all these brine shrimp. And that's why they're pink. But, you know, I always feel like, um, I don't know, I'm not really into those those type of birds. How about like killer birds, like predators? Because predators like the go-to. You want to be into whatever predator bird there is, like an eagle. Eagles are popular, and so are falcons because they're badass, because they'll like kill other birds and eat their brains. And they're smarter because of that, because uh, eating meat has made animals smart. Um, smart enough to overthink their entire world and live in these uh, apartments and shit like this. This is really getting where eating meat has gone out of hand and created. Uh, existentialism. So that's what you get. If you want to just be a simple ass animal and not have to have depression and shit, just fucking stick to eating seeds and stuff like a regular ass bird. Once you try to start being a bird brain eating meat, that's like a slippery slope onto the evolution of humans, which really, you know, that was, that's like the big, that's the big, the big problem, right? Everyone's like, oh, humans evolved and now the whole world is Basically, the environment's all fucked up because of humans. Meanwhile, you're not even going to talk about all those other animals that did their part in the, the chain link of animals coming out of the ocean to become humans. Like, 
all of you guys weren't trying this shit the whole entire time, just going for a little bit more. Always, you weren't happy just being a fucking protoplasm in the middle of the ocean. You had to keep pushing it and and keep evolving. And then you're going to blame the whole thing on us humans? This is, you know what? It's so true. It is so true that um, we are all, uh, what, is the, what, is the, what is the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, that that all animals are dogs. It's uh, all animals are, what is it? All dogs go to heaven? Is it, um, I don't even think dogs has anything to do with what I was talking about, evolution. Life finds a way? I don't even know what it was. It was, um, God bless the beasts and children? What was it? It was, um, uh, it was that song from the animals, the animals. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I just really... I mean, this is a pre- this is depressing that I kept fucked that up so many times. But I don't know what I was. I was saying something about how I don't know. But anyway, that's a great suggestion. But my favorite bird, my favorite bird, when I take all the birds into consideration, is definitely the raven. The raven's a, a cool bird. It's sort of like the outsider. I feel like an outsider, and so yeah, I think that that's what's going to be my favorite. I think that's going to be my favorite um, bird cool um so let's see if there's any more suggestions Uh, i think there are i think i have some more suggestions in here um oh okay so there's some more suggestions um okay so adam cloud asked how i scale my paintings um yeah somebody some people may know that i do plain air watercolor and I have uh I have posted a lot of them. Some of you guys have bought them, but he asked how I scale the paintings. So he goes, "Do I use a brush or a thumb?" Okay. So I don't understand what he means by this, I but I'm assuming he wonders if I throw down a complex perspective when I paint outdoors. And the answer is I don't. What I do is I will take a piece of paper and then I will look at something, and then I will use a pen or a pencil to find out what angle the ground is at. So, for instance, if the floor is at like um, like a tilt, I will sort of close one eye and hold a pencil out and be like, okay, it's at like a five-degree tilt, and then I'll like a draw a five-degree tilt. And then, like, I'll sort of look, I'll, I'll keep, like, a loose measurement of just the directions of the lines. But beyond that, it's not scaled. I think that I just sort of keep things is in relation to themselves, to each other, but I keep it loose. Um, I think that, especially with watercolor, the reason I started to do it, I think I might have told this before, but... The reason I started to do it was because it's free and uncontrollable, and I'm trying to be less controlled in my life. I tend to be a little too, uh, like, um, what is it, um, strict. I think I, I tend to be a little too much of a maniac. Okay, the next suggestion is from I'm a Bot, and it is the economic crisis in Lego City. Um, which I think I have to... 
this just in. Lego City facing the worst economic crisis yet as all the Lego people are out of a job. Their entire Lego country has been taken apart and put back in a gigantic bag. Yes, Legos have gone out of business. It turns out that people now are too fucking stupid to even clip little bricks together. And literally, we have finally reached the singularity of brain cell. And people are so fucking stupid that Legos are too complicated. Lego characters themselves had to stop uh, their jobs, which were essentially the Lego version of standing in Times Square dressed as a different type of superhero. That was like all of those Lego brand Star Wars, Lego brand Marvel, Lego brand, I don't know, Ninjago, whatever that is. All of those things. And you know what? Lego for a while was doing really good. Like I even saw the Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie and it was they were both fantastic. I can't even believe that first of all that Legos were alive and then let alone were so funny. So, but yes, unfortunately, unfortunately the situation in Lego City is a full-scale depression. Um which I 100% can relate to as I have been diagnosed by the audience with full-scale depression. And um, I almost wish I could go uh, to right now on on the street to a little Lego man who has something to say about it. Uh, So maybe I'll just go there since it's a fake bit. So uh, little Lego man, what was your used to have a job? I'm a little carpenter and I used to work inside of, I used to work inside of a big office building that I used to clip onto the side of a building and I was pretending to wash a Lego window. I was a Lego window washer. But now I I don't know where to work because all the pieces got put back into a bag. So now I'm, now I'm totally screwed. I'm so sorry to hear that Lego man. Uh, Well, you know what? At least you guys don't have Lego COVID. All right. So cool. Anyways, I hope this was a fun episode. I think we did about an hour. And, um, you know, uh, keep those suggestions coming. Hopefully we learned a lot. Hopefully we learned enough. But God damn it. Thank God that I didn't have to stop the tape in the middle of this because I thought it sucked so hard.